the live channel includes everything you need to output those channels and those channels uh, go out as signals that are not time delayed uh, so that you can be in the concourse and experience in real time with very low latency uh, the same events that are happening out in the bowl. Hello and welcome to the Dactronics Experience Podcast. I'm Justin Oxner here with Matt Anderson. Today we're joined by Bill Hadsell, Dactronics Control System Product Manager. He's going to share information about our new product offering, Live Channel, and how it integrates with your control system to bring content to any screen at a live entertainment venue. We're here today with Bill. Bill, how are you doing? Hi. Hi, gentlemen. How are y'all? Doing pretty good. Matt, how are you doing over there? I'm doing good. Thanks, Justin. Good. So, Bill, we're talking to you today because you're the control system product manager, and there's there's something new in the control system world of Dactronics that we're going to talk about. But first, can you give a background of your position and how you got to where you're at today with Dactronics? Sure. I'm, uh, again, a control systems product manager. I work in both uh, events spaces and in commercial spaces, so things like digital signage for commercial applications, um, you know, control systems for our event space as well. So I kind of wear multiple hats and and do what's ever necessary, uh, mostly working on our control systems. I've been at Dactronics about six years now. I uh, came from the broadcast industry for most of my career and, and came to Dactronics uh, to head up our digital media networks business and uh, have kind of evolved that role into now sort of handling control systems for several of our different market applications, like I mentioned. And there's no doubt having a, you know, a background in broadcast, like you said, and even in your current role right now, it's a lot with technology. Was that kind of, has that always been your career? I mean, um, I'd say like from college and on up, were you always kind of technically minded and wanted to have a career in that line of work? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I started out, uh, my very first job was with PGA Tour Entertainment in the uh, in the post-production world. So okay. uh, doing post-production for uh, the PGA Tour and then kind of, you know, followed a career path through uh, working for vendors and users alike on everything from graphics to broadcast technology to news to to you know, basically all the different types of technology that are in the broadcast production space, um, post-production as well. So editing uh, video and audio as well. So yeah, it's been my my career and, and passion for as long as I can remember. So it sounds like you've been kind of on that technical side of yeah. things, which yeah. kind of fits right in with, with what we're doing here today at Dactronics with our control systems and um, I believe there's something new we want to talk about today called Live Channel. Can you give us a, a background of of that and how that kind of fits into our control product family? Yeah, yeah. Live Channel is a, is a brand new product we're releasing as part of the Live Suite. Our, our show control um, is kind of the umbrella for control systems that that we use to uh, to do live event production. And Live Channel is an extension of that show control suite. Uh, it's basically a channel in a box. Um, so when we say channel, we mean everything you need to to distribute content out to different screens. So think of a channel on your uh, cable TV system. Basically, we do the same thing. We carry content, whether it's cable TV content or 
locally originated content like uh, live, live game feed or even the uh, content that's playing up on the, the large video walls in the in the in the bowl, so to speak, at a venue, we can take that same content and distribute it out to all the smaller screens throughout the venue uh, over channels. So channel in a box is one way to think of it. It um, it includes two channels of input and two channels of output available to go out over uh, closed circuit RF like uh, coax networks or even an IPTV system where all of the uh, TVs throughout the venue are connected over ethernet. So either way, it can do both at the same time um, or one, you know, one plus one or, um, you know, kind of allow that flexible use of a venue's existing network. So whether they have, you know, an old fashioned coax network or whether they have a newer IPTV backbone, we can distribute content through those channels out to all those other screens in the venue. Awesome. And I'm thinking of, you know, with a lot, even in a live event scenario too, right? You have show control, which is commonly probably thought of as you're hitting crowd prompts, advertisements, things like that that go in the LED displays. But a lot of in bowl stuff, yeah, usually, stuff, right? That's what you think of. Yeah. And you're kind of saying with this, it maybe goes to the, the concourse. So maybe could you talk a little bit about, you know, how does show control, I would say trigger or work with the content that this would go with? And then also, because I know sometimes the out-of-bowl stuff is also scheduled, right? So kind of how do those two aspects work with this? Yeah, no, that's that's a, a good question. The, the objectives of different areas in the venue vary a little bit. Uh, and so I'll talk a little bit about that. Um, if you imagine a you know, a lot, a, let's call it a, a live uh, event venue, like a stadium, um, NFL stadium or a NBA arena or a large sort of facility like that. There are multiple areas within that venue outside of just sitting in your seat, watching the game and watching the center hung display or the end zone, you know, giant video wall. There's clubs, there's suites, there's concourse areas and concession stands and all these different um, destinations within the venue itself that have different objectives. So um, clubs might have uh, a need to uh, play sponsorship advertising or uh, targeted messages to, um, you know, to VIPs in the, in the club areas. Suites might be, you know, uh, play the game, but also allow for uh, them to change channels on the TVs to produce, you know, kind of other content, whether it's incoming ESPN content or stuff from their cable TV system um, or targeted messages for, you know, selling uh, concessions and other, um, you know, aspects of, of the brand within the venue itself. So there's the concession stands, obviously, where, you know, it's not just a digital menu, but it's also playing the game feed so that when fans get up out of their seats to go to the concession stands, they don't miss any of the action that's actually happening. And so we can carry live game feed out to those areas as well, uh, all those areas within the concourse. Yeah. So you talk so, about not missing a moment when you're when you're away from your seat. Is that like 
um, you can share the same type of information that's on the the main video board in Bull out to those areas too. I mean, I know you mentioned live feeds so that they can kind of see instantaneously what's happening um, with a broadcast or with a live feed from the field. But does that include like other stats and data from the display? Yeah, it does. Uh, we we say uh, every moment, any screen. So so you, we don't want fans to miss uh, action, whether that action is um, you know being carried just through the video signal or through um, things like stats. You know, we can augment the video with graphics that include stats and game in progress data uh, so that no one misses uh, part of the action. Key events can be triggered from show control live um, for you know takeovers of the entire venue that show a single message to the entire uh, venue at one time. Or we can schedule content from Venus to uh, kind of, you know, carve up the 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 play so that you get, um, you know, live game video and then maybe sponsorship messages every on a schedule that are you know targeted to different areas of the venue for different purposes on different uh, schedule routines. So it's a combination of of extending that game experience along with the ability to. Uh, connect with fans, maximize the reach, reinforce the the brand for uh, for the venue or for the team, um, building those you know legacies and those traditions uh, through these uh, content channels, and that's really what the what the idea is that customers then our customers can use that to generate revenue um, and really elevate the experience for their audience. It definitely seems like a, a take on, I mean, I've been at Dactronics about 16 years and mm-hmm. I remember the phrase, even when I started was called like moment of exclusivity. And at the time it was a big deal. If you could get the main video board and like the ribbons, right. And everything yeah. to have like either the national anthem, you have the American flag on there or uh sponsorship message that they would pay a premium for. But, you know, listening to what you're saying now about being able to do that, it seems like it's, I don't want to say you got to come up with a new term for it, but it's it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole different thing to think that you could trigger from show control all the displays now that are in the bowl, but also everything outside the bowl as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's right. We still call it moment of exclusivity. Mm-hmm. So it's that it's that idea of taking over the entire venue with a single message, whether that's a sponsorship message or a celebration message or whatever that might be, some single piece of content or some directed content that uh, is designed for a specific purpose, that still is able to be triggered right from show control interactively. So, you know, it's a live event, so you can't always tell what's going to happen, obviously, and Mm -hmm. when it's going to happen. So the ability to trigger is is key. Um, The ability to have low latency is key, and that's part of that elevated experience. We don't um, we have a low latency system, so the channel, the live channel includes everything you need to output those channels, and those channels uh, go out as signals that are not time delayed uh, so that you can be in the concourse uh, and experience in real time with very low latency uh, the same events that are happening uh, out in the bowl or other areas of the venue, so you're not... Um, you're not on a time delay. You don't experience a two or three second delay or anything like that. It's very low latency and very quick to uh, to react to what's happening and distribute that content out. 
So no. you, don't, you don't have that awkward moment of standing in a concession line, hearing the crowd roar, and then you're looking up at the display and you're not quite sure why they're right. cheering, and then you see it? Yeah, or not even just <laughs> in the concession line, but in the suites or, or in the different club areas, if they're all yeah. programmed to the same thing and showing that moment of exclusivity or that, that instantaneous live feed, that low-latency live feed, they all get it at the same time no matter where they're at. Exactly. Yeah, you don't want to be uh, looking around asking what happened, what happened. Uh, we'd like to to carry all the action to to every screen. So being um, able to um, kind of thinking, you know, everything from the moment of exclusivity to all the other examples you've given about how you can put content, different areas, all the different sponsorships, opportunities with this. It seems like especially if a venue has a lot of displays, it seems like a lot of work to kind of to keep track of all this. Is there anything with this that they can use for playback reporting or being able to say like what was played on what display? Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah, we have uh, we have uh, as run reports or playback reports that are available for all the schedule content for being able to track the usage of messaging or sponsor content uh, to be able to report on that to make sure that um, the expected impressions are, are sent out and that uh, the system is is, you know, optimizing sort of the sponsorship dollars that are being spent to um, to drive those messages. So, yeah, playback reporting is available through Venus Control Suite, uh, which is one of the components that it's basically our content management system that drives content um, through scheduling and, and management tools that are available. Um, mm-hmm. So we have this it, live channel sort of sits between our different um, the different aspects of our control system. So we have the live triggering um for display studio which is what we use to you know trigger events in a live production um environment then we have venus control suite which is our commercial digital signage type content which is scheduled and stored and forwarded out to all the players and different screens on a schedule and uh, tightly managed including reporting uh, so live channel sits at the nexus between those two products and allows for you to control content going out in different ways in any combination of those uh, as well. So you can have a a digital signage experience, you can have a live game experience, you can have, you know, different ways to communicate with your audience out through throughout the venue on different screens and and target different areas and activate different areas of that venue in different ways. So we, we see this as sort of positioning Dactronics to you know, extend that Dactronic show out to all the different areas of the venue uh, in a flexible, easy-to-use way. The, you know, the tools are available to be uh, easily configured, and in fact, the, the system ships with a default configuration that most customers will will not need to to change very much to get operational day one. Okay, so it kind of it, it integrates with all the other control aspects that Dactronics has. So you still get the benefit of the the reporting from Venus Control Suite. You still get the benefit of all the the triggering capabilities of Show Control. It just kind of uh, seamlessly integrates with with everything existing that they might already have at the facility. Right, that's right. Uh, sneak peek. So coming uh, after we do the initial release of Live Channel, we'll be adding. Uh, live streaming. So it's kind of a sneak peek uh, available in this podcast only is the idea <laughs> that we'll be adding uh, uh, streaming outside of the venue as well. So if someone wanted to take the feeds, the channel feeds, 
and stream them out over a content distribution network. Um, we'll be unlocking that feature uh, shortly after the initial release of, of the product as well. So stay tuned for more to come on that. Uh, but streaming outside the venue uh, or to mobile devices will be available through this product as well. Uh, breaking news here on the podcast. Yeah. Breaking <laughs> yeah, news. Yeah. Um, if we can go back maybe a little bit, I think at the beginning you mentioned, you know, this, I'm trying to think, is this, this live channel come in different flavors? Is it different options? I think I heard you say something about a two channel output. Is that, is that one of the options or can you maybe dive into that and explain it a little bit more? Yeah. So the initial release is, will be a two channel um, system. So it's a, a server with, um, you know, basically a built in media player, video input and output. It includes an encoder and modulator that allows you to output over whichever uh, type of distribution, whether it's RF over coax or whether it's um, Ethernet. IPTV over Ethernet, you know, IP streams over Ethernet, mm -hmm. um, either either flavor, and that's available in that one two-channel device. Uh, we only have the one um, configuration of this going out initially. Um, I mentioned streaming, and we'll also be looking at um, a single-channel uh, system more targeted towards small colleges or even high school um, type venues where really they don't need multiple channels of of output. Um, they're more concerned with, you know, a single channel going out to their concession stands or to their, um, you know, common areas, whatever those might be. Uh, so stay tuned for a single channel output uh, flavor of, of, of live channel, uh, a one channel live channel coming out later. Okay. And, and how does this kind of fit in with, you know, you said live channel and as part of the live suite, there are other live products. How does it fit in with those mm -hmm. other live products? Are there certain differentiators between like live clips or other things that we have going on? Right. That's a great question. Um, and that question has come up. So let's, let's dive into that. Just, to, just real simply put live clips is part of our live suite of products. It is similar in some regards in that the hardware is, is the same uh, footprint, the same basic chassis. Uh, and so we do that uh, on purpose to, to leverage our hardware investment and to make it easier for you know, support and service and parts and availability and, and things like that to happen. So built on the same chassis as live clips, the live channel sits downstream of the switcher um, versus the live clips system, which basically sits upstream of a switcher and provides stored content in the form of clips, you know, video and audio clips mm -hmm. uh, to that switcher. And th that's used much more in a live production uh, control room. So feeding clips to a to a switcher for part of the game production is really where live clip sits live channel sits downstream of that switcher and takes it can take like we mentioned whatever you know game feed is coming out of that switcher including live clip content that might be produced into the show it can take that switcher output and then distribute it out to all these other uh, screens so think of Live channel is much more of a distribution device. Live clips is much more of a production clip server uh, in the traditional sense. It, it takes 
you know, content that you produce in an edit suite or, above, you know, in a camera or whatever the case might be, it's stored on a, on a clip server and then played out to the switcher and then they mix that into the show. Mm. Live channel sits downstream of that activity and, and is responsible for distributing that content out to all the different areas of the venue, whatever those, uh, wherever those uh, channels might be directed. That makes sense. It's uh, it's the one, like the channel is essentially taking whatever content it's giving and distributing it. And Clips plays more yep. of a role in the actual content that's made to send mm-hmm. down to it, right? That's right. Awesome. That's right. And then I, I, I kind of had a question too then. So um, and I know this is usually a more detailed answer <laughs> than, than I think, but it's if a customer's thinking about this, right? Is this, do they have to have show control currently and then they can just get this? like put into their control system or does it need to be a brand new update for the whole control system itself or kind of how does that, you know, like new versus existing, how would a customer get and use this product? Right. Sure. No, it can be added onto a system. It doesn't need to be a a wholesale control system upgrade or tied to any other activity. If someone wanted to get started on distributing channels, uh, from their show control system out through live channel, uh, we'd be happy to talk to you about adding this to an existing system. Um, so your local uh, LE sales rep or or reach out to Seth Cook, and that's uh, Seth, K-O-C-H, Seth Cook, who's our sales rep most familiar yep. with uh, live channel. Uh, can help you get started on on what this means and how many channels you might want to distribute, what the you know what the requirements are for doing that. It's uh, basically anyone with an existing show control system um, can add this in and without too much trouble be distributing content uh, directly to whatever uh, network they want to. Nice. And I mean, I'm just thinking we covered a lot of different points today. Is there anything that we're missing or any tips for this type of functionality that you'd have that you still want to share? Yeah, I think we, we touched a little bit on, I'll just mention it again. One of the, one of the key things is while we're distributing the, the content out over these channels, we can then overlay graphics, including uh, connecting uh, to our um, all, all sport systems, all sport pro or all sport console systems for game in progress data. So we can we can overlay graphics with with game in progress data coming in live from either one of those scoring systems and um, you know create things like L bars or lower thirds. We've all seen score bugs, things like that can be added um, as overlays into the channels. So imagine you have one channel that is uh, sponsorship messaging and and content that is really directed towards um, elevating your brand and, and kind of increasing um, awareness of, of different things for you, for your audience. And then you have maybe another channel that is a, a live game feed with graphics that are overlaid that include you know live data from the game in progress system. That's one example of, of something you could do with a two-channel system. Um, and so, you know, we're certainly happy to, to work with with customers on on whatever their vision is for how they'd like to distribute content out throughout their facility. Uh, that's just one example of, of something you could do with a single live channel system. Nice. So there's plenty of options out there. And oh, I Matt's got something. I here. didn't even think to, I don't know if we did cover it, so if we did, my bad. But um, 
what markets is this for? I mean, we have a, a variety, obviously, of Dactronics. Is this, I mean, it's not just professional sports, right? Does this cover kind of all our different sports markets? Yeah, yeah. I, I would even extend it past sports. That, that's a good question, Matt. I, I think it's, it is definitely uh, a great fit for live event venues, whether those are sports venues, concert venues, different types of, you know, multi-use destinations. Um, but even think of convention centers or um, other areas, you know, other types of, of venues that have events where you need to get across information and entertainment uh, to the audience. So there's going to be uh, some system uh, in the building that is the head end for you know distributing all of this content. Live channel can sit right in there, whether it's a Dactronics control system or a control system from from another vendor for, uh, say, it's a convention center or something like that. We can fit right into that system and, you know, turn that content into channels and send it out uh, to all the different screens in, in any kind of venue. It really doesn't have to be uh, sports, and it certainly doesn't have to just be professional sports. It can be you know, certainly minor league teams, college teams, small and large, even high school venues might be interested in in producing closed circuit um, channels of content like this. So we think live channel uh, scales up and down the market for any kind of event, whether that's sports or even, um, you know, large sort of convention type events, things like that. Yeah, so a lot of live event venues, any any venue that's got multiple screens around that needs help uh managing that content and getting it uh, to where it needs to be for all those viewers and audiences. So that's uh, yeah. great to hear and interesting to hear how that integrates with all the other control system, um, things that are out there, different parts that you have or, or show control or Venus control suite and how it integrates with all those. Um, so Bill, I wanted to thank you for, for coming on today and sharing all about live channel and, and how that can uh, take an event to the next level with getting everything across the entire venue. Yeah, thank you. We're very excited about it and look forward to uh, the success of Live Channel. Yeah, thanks for the uh, the breaking news as well, Bill. We'll maybe have you back <laughs> right. on when, uh, when that does come out for the streaming. So thanks. Sure. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dactronics Experience Podcast. Please subscribe at your favorite place to listen to podcasts to keep up with our latest episodes.